on Nano. Movie reviews from the waist down. Hi, and welcome to the first edition of Bano on Nano. We have a little boy here called David Bannister, and he's going to give us a his views on some bottom shelf movies that are currently sitting on the bottom shelf at the video store right now. How are you going, Bano? Well, hello, virtual audience, and hello, Glenn Goodman. Hello. Thank you for the... That's my pleasure. And, and what are you going to review for us today? Ah, I've got a little beauty called Cabin Fever to, uh, to kick the series off, Glenn. Um, the, the movie Cabin Fever is in the horror genre. Right. Uh, it isn't particularly in that uh, teen slasher, uh, slash and gash sort of gore right. movie, though. I don't uh, like it, it those. Do, no, so it, does, it does stand apart. You've it, pricked my interest it's <laughs> so not, far. It, it's not Scream. It's not Friday the 13th. Uh, how it got its horror tag, I think, is probably because it's not... Uh, really fitting into anything else. Um, okay. It's got a bit of splatter and blood. So ha- just l- because this is the first uh, episode of the Bano on Nano, how do you pick your movies? What I look at is anything that is from the waist down in the video shop. So those that aren't in tenfold, uh, you mm. might find one or two copies of these, or the catalogues that haven't yet come onto DVD, um, and uh, what we might call new to weekly. Right, right. <laughs> so cheap. <laughs> cheap, cheap. <laughs> right. In the $2 bin. Yes, cool. Or, or given away for 95 cents or something. Yeah. Um, however, Cabin Fever was from 2004, so it is a, a fairly recent release. Mm. Uh, it's got an MA tag. Um, right. I personally think that it could probably, um, given the... Uh, amount of violence. It could probably drop back to an M, I think. I think yeah. it's probably uh, a bit adventurous to give it an MA. Right. Uh, the uh, MA is for mature audiences. Mature audiences, audiences 15 is, and over, right, accompanied yep. by an adult. I, I okay. think quite comfortably, if you could let your kids see something like Scream, yeah. um, you could quite easily get them to see something like this. Yeah. But the plot, let's talk about mm, the plot. Go ahead. It's not rocket science. We're, we're not talking here about anything as complex as a uh, convoluted uh, story like um, uh, what was that one recently with um, uh, I just had a mental blank um, Eric Banner Ch- Chopper no, is he not Chopper Chopper not Chopper no that these the Hulk one. not the Hulk <laughs> no. it's more Hulky it's yeah. more it's more Hulkish than it is with um, Munich Munich that's what right. I was thinking yeah. no no. Uh, plot twists and turns with this. It's not an episode of CSI. This is a straight start, middle and concluded um, product. Story. Yeah. yeah. What I like about it too is it's 89 minutes in running time. Right. Now yeah. that's good. I think when I was a kid, correct me if I'm wrong, adults only movies came on at 8.30. Yes. Uh, and they finished at 10.30 at the latest. Yes. And you've got about half an hour of advertisements in there. Yes. Now, I like this as well. It's not one of those epics that run for a mini-series and you need three shaves from start to finish. Mm. Or you don't need to take your pillows. So it's a good yeah. product in terms of that. Um, but yeah, the, the plot, the plot. Yeah. It's a flesh-eating virus. Okay, now this is, this is something that you could possibly say is uh, not fictitious. Yeah. I was watching an episode of ER or All Saints. 
yeah. the other night, and strangely enough, a, a woman came in and had this streptococcal hopopolis or something, which is a flesh-eating virus. Mm. Um, if detected early, you might be lucky enough to lose a large chunk of your limbs. Uh, if let go for a while, you could possibly face um, being amputated. And you could be an amputee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or possibly, I guess, you could die. So it's yeah. not really that uh, far distracted from reality. Now, mm. the flesh-eating virus is the nuts and bolts of this. Um, five teenagers travel away to the woods. Right. Lovely setting for a flesh-eating virus scenario. Yeah. Was it raining and dark? No yeah. raining, a little bit dark, and yeah. of course you've got your classic kooks along the way. They yeah. travel and have a stop in at kooks. the Freaky Village. And dudes. Kooky dudes. Right. Kooky dudes, freaks. We're not talking and spooky. zombies. Kooky and spooky. Kooky and spooky. And no, absolutely. Not zombies just yet. But, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. So you scratch your head on the way, in, and you know these young um, kids just out of high school or freshmen, they might even be in university year, I can't, can't quite remember, but um, you've got the token uh, good-looking guys, you've got uh, the jock, mm. uh, you've got the, uh, I guess, the freak kid as well, maybe the guy that did quite well in mathematics or info technology, yeah. um, and you've got two uh, fairly sexy young ladies as well. Must have. Ma token. Mm. Also, with a lot of teen slasher flicks, I think what is missing is sex. This does not miss sex. Right. Sex. Yeah. Um, it's got the token scene. We've got a lovely breast scene in there as well. Mm, yeah. Look, if you're going to have a, a teen teen slasher flick and you've got young women in there, you need mm. to see their breasts. Oh, yes. That's you need to absolutely. see their breasts. It, it goes no further than that. It's, it's actually quite a tasteful scene. Right. I'll even go <laughs> as far as to that, which makes me think, let's bring it back to an M rating. <laughs> so you get more kiddies watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Available to the masses. Yeah, that's mm. it. Now, anyway, I guess the plot is basically these kids travel away to the woods. They spend some, some lonely, dark nights in the woods. They've got the token campfire scene. Um, actually, there's a cameo by the first-time director, Eli Roth, which is pretty good as well. Um, and, and basically they catch this virus, okay, and it spreads through and, and, and kills them one by one. So, oh, so they're in a, yeah, okay, yeah, because just, because I haven't seen the movie, I was thinking of cabin as in a plane, but it, yeah, oh, but as you've sorry. said before, but you've sorry. said it, it's a cabin in the woods, so they've gone into, the, yeah, mm. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You, you'll pick that one up from the front cover, Glenn. Uh, if I'd brought right. the DVD cover in, you'd know that, but yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a little house on the prairie, but mm. you're inside this right, secluded yes. uh, forest. Yeah. Uh, now, anyway, um, along the way, there's some blood and guts. There is blood mm. and guts as um, this uh, group of five young people try and stem the outbreak mm. of this virus, flesh-eating virus. Yeah. Flesh-eating virus, you can imagine, it's taken it to the nth degree. You, you know, it's, it's literally being, um, you know, it kills you in, within 24 hours, whereas mm. I think in real life... Um, or a according to All Saints, yeah. it, it could take up to two days. <laughs> like so. a cobra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, look, it's not bad. Um, and and it's, it's a tidy piece for an 89-minute feature film. Um, and uh, I tell you what, uh, what really makes this DVD is its special features. Right, okay, really? I think, yep. Um, I'm like many people, I think. I'm not out there on a limb saying that when I look for special features... I'm a person that loves movie magic. Mm. 
Nice. This has the making. Okay. Yep. So particularly with the um, horror genre, I love to see how they get those special effects. Yeah. And uh, the the um, the making of it does lots of diff different aspects, but it certainly shows the makeup yep. and the movie magic behind it, which I really like. So. Um, aspiring uh, actors or makeup artists will probably yeah. appreciate that. What's the? If I can just uh, interrupt your your run through there, what's do you know what the audio uh, quality is? Do you know if it's five point one, which I imagine it would be? I'm sorry, Glenn. I I, I didn't look at that. Are you five point one challenged? Yes. Right. I'm I'm, I'm technically <laughs> challenged. Um, my right. wife set up my home theatre system. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I just uh, follow instructions. Do you have big blue lights come on when it comes on? Every now and then, I yeah. certainly have the Dolby surround sound yeah. shoot at me. Yeah. Yeah. Me. I'd say what? When was it made? Like 2004. It's an 04, So yeah, it would be and made in the US. <clears throat> where else? Yeah. Where else? It would be. It would be viewers. It's definitely not. All listeners. It's not British. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Glenn. Sorry, sorry, I interjected there. That's all right. That's continue. why Bano Bano likes Glenn. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to have somebody to to answer the questions. Now, anyway, um, the special features. I'll, I'll get back to them. So it's got a, it's got a making of the film. Look, it's got a question and answer session with, I've mentioned it before, first-time director Eli Roth, mm. who is a massive Wes Craven fan. And, and those horror buffs will certainly see things like little um, cliches of uh, Re Return of the Living Dead, and, and you'll see some things like Amityville, Children oh, of the Corn, yeah. um, very similar things to that genre. And he, he credits that. He's yeah. not, he hasn't hidden that. Yeah, right. I'll tell you what, though, this question and answer session, it's long. It's drawn out, and it's basically his life from conception through to the point in which he's being interviewed. So <laughs> oh, it is quite long-winded. Yeah. He, he's as proud as an erect penis. <laughs> uh, it is his first film, and full credit to him. Yeah. I think it was uh, probably seven to ten years in the making from the time he, he penned it to the time he got financing. Joking. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Lionsgate picked it up in the end to run with it. Right. So did this go out through to the cinema network? Yes, it did. In yeah. Australia? Yes, it did. Yes, right, it did. Right. Um, probably about uh, two years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, 18 months ago. You'll, you'll find it in the new, probably the new to weeklies, I would say. Right, right. Um, but anyway, uh, it's quite evident that uh, Eli is really happy with uh, the finished product as well. Mm. He talks about it at length, yeah. um, which isn't probably the most riveting things, but he's a approachable young man. Um, it's pretty evident, I think, that uh, through the way, he's, uh, his father's a doctor. So I say he's probably got pretty large shoes to fill, and mm. his doctor father was probably really happy when he dropped out of university to go and pursue an <laughs> acting career. Dr. Roth. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it, it, yeah, he... he um, filled your wrath. Yes, that's what I was going yes, down that yes. line. <laughs> Very good, Glenn. Very good. No, so, so um, it, it's pretty clear that he's probably ha had... Uh, aspiring heights, and yeah. uh, this has come through. He's only, you know, I don't know how old he is, but mm. I'd say he's probably in his early to mid thirties. Mm. Um, and for his first film, not a bad shot. Mm, right. Um, what I do really like is there's three short animations that Eli Roth and also another um, mate of his, I haven't jotted it down here in my notes, have uh, written and produced. Yeah. Called the Rotten Fruits, very very entertaining. Yeah. Um, I think this is a side project for him in terms of trying to create funding. Right. Um, and uh, as far as side projects go, this one's very clever, <laughs> um, albeit fairly bizarre. Um, but it's about little pieces of fruit. So uh, nonetheless, you and have are they rotting? 
Uh, not necessarily. They're uh, like a punk band. <laughs> oh, okay. Back in the 80s. Right. Like, I guess circa um, the sort of Have late 70s, 80s. Have you seen this movie? 80s. These, uh, the, the rotten... I, yes, I watch, I watch all the special features in my critiquing, yes. I think it's all part of the package. So have you watched this? No, there's three short features. They're about five minutes. Oh, each. okay, They're right. Special right. additions to the to the DVD. Nice. nice. There's also a fantastic. I love auditioner tapes. Yeah. Auditioner tapes. Now, there's one really special character that stands out, and he's a little freaky kid at the start, and also at the end. They call him the Pancake Boy. I'm going to leave that to the viewer's imagination. <laughs> um, but he's a standout character, even though he says very little. He's got about two lines in it. Now. His audition tapes on here, apart from the fact that it's got a smashing soundtrack in the background, this kid, if you could picture, is a is a cross is a, is an eight year old Hannibal Lecter cross Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. Right. Martial arts oh, yeah. You've got to see it. It's, it's yeah. amazing. Anyway, um, also what I really like, in addition to the standard theatrical trailer, yeah. there's also an interactive um, menu. So when you run your mouse over it. There's hidden yeah. things that come out, and there's a little nice. squirrel, squirrel that pops so up you, in the window, and if you click on him, yeah. you get little snippets of the movie and special oh, features. Yeah. I'm going to leave that one to the viewers as well. So, so did you watch this? Do you watch this on your computer? Like when you say what, run your mouse over it? No, no. My pointer, my DVD pointer. You know, oh, like yeah. how you choose menu yeah. or, or chapters. Yes. Well, that yes. little thing yeah. um, allows you to scroll over the screen. Oh. Not just to the certain... I don't think mine, mine's just got arrows. Yeah, w w what I'm saying is you can move your arrow yeah. around the screen. Oh, okay. yeah. right, it right. actually allows you to move it over the, mm. the graphics in the background, mm. even if there's not an actual chapter or word mm. to move to. So, so It's like, yeah. can you remember? So back, like, backtrack 15 years when DVDs first came out, yeah. and, and things like Nirvana and Rage Against the Machine and, and, and so forth had hidden tracks. And on the CD, on the CD, yeah. and you, and it mm. was just so tempting. You just yeah. had to let it run. Yes. After the last track, yeah. You might be twenty-five minutes yes. letting it run, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> something you know, I think Green Day did it on Dookie. Oh. And uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes this all by myself. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's right. just amazing, yeah. and it, it's that, it's that, well, it's that, it's that punch in the just, just to take that a little step further, those actual when they're hidden on a DVD. When that when things are hidden and not in a say a a a, a, a title and not title. displayed and, and written on the screen as a selection. Yes. When they're hidden on a picture or something, and sometimes the only way to access these is put in the computer and actually run your mouse over. And what these things they're called Easter eggs, and and they're little surprises that the producers of the DVD have put on the DVD oh. for you. And there is a website that you can go to, and it will let people. Write in and say, "Hey, on Cabin Fever, I found these Easter eggs that might not be visually uh, yeah. there to, to okay. view." Okay, but um, because this has only just come up now, next next review that we do, yep. I'll get that web page and I'll let I'll let you guys Excellent. know what that web page is. And then it's just the, like you like listeners out there, if you see one, yep. if you find one. You, you punch it up on the web page, and, and then everyone else can share in the, the extras on DVDs Fantastic. that you might not be able to see. Maybe this has those features as well, but you mm. can actually run your DVD. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So watch out for that, guys. It's good. Look, it stars um, a, a very young cast, pretty much unknowns. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Ryder Strong is probably the one that has gone on to, I won't say, bigger and better things. Mm. Um, I think... 
Don't quote me on this, people. I think he may actually be in the Final Destination series, as right. in the, the, the movies. I think there's about three of them, yeah. which is pretty much in the same genre as well, I would say. Um, a uh, guy by the name of Jordan Ladd, uh, James DeBello. Now, James DeBello is probably the big name in it, if you could call him that, and I think he's from... Um, not Saved by the Bell, but some similar 80s sitcom, high school sitcom, and he was the uh, the Joker in it, and right. he certainly pays a Joker in this as yep. well. Yep, um, And uh, we also have uh, Serena Vincent, and um, she's she's also a um, one of the, the lovely young ladies in there, as is Jordan Ladd, and a uh, bloke by the name of Joey Kern. Now, look, I tell you what, I'm going to give it six and a half. Six and a half banos. I'm giving it six and a half banos out of ten. Ten banos. Out of a possible ten. Now I'll tell you why. I'm going to give it a half for the ending. I'm going to say no more. Is that because it's on the bottom half of the shelf? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Oh, not at all. Not at all. This this film deserves its half. Yeah. Because of its ending. Right. Its ending is enough that if you're if you're abusing drugs and you're at home watching this under the influence of drug and or alcohol, mm. you'll watch the end clip and you'll say where the hell did that come from <laughs> amazing very very tarantino style end. right right mm, so very abstract did it spin you out <laughs> i scratched my head i looked at my wife and i said what was that all about <laughs> right yeah. so, so it sort of spun you out a i'm bit. not gonna i'm not gonna talk about it because of course i don't want to ruin the film for you mm, okay um although everyone dies <laughs> um, I have to say that the special features yeah. um, really attracted me to this movie and I didn't actually get it really from the DVD cover. It was one that I discovered for myself. So I'm gonna right. give, I gave it a three for that. And for the film itself, pure nuts and bolts, I'm going to give it a three. So therefore, you got three, three and a half, so yeah. six and a half. Uh, I love his time management again. I love an 89-minute film yeah um, i don't want to be bored shitless because of mm. that and fall asleep yeah um yep. i'll tell you what if you want to see more um glennie you can go to www.cabinfevermovie all one word dot com right yeah um and i'll tell you what if you're thinking what's my final comments it's it's certainly a stay in if your only option is to go to a party where you might see your ex-partner <laughs> and her new partner <laughs> right <laughs> Well, you definitely want to do that. That's it. That's, okay. And that's, uh, that's Bano on Nano. Well, thanks for coming in, Bano, for your first uh, go at a movie review. And I think we're... What are we talking about next week? Next move, uh, next week, or next instalment, yep. I've got a movie called Zero Day. Right. Right. Mm. Well, we look forward to that. Thank you And uh, once again, thanks, Bano, and we'll see you next week. Will do. Email Bano at bano at thesecrethub.com. Bano on Nano was produced at the Secret Hub Studios, Gold Coast, Australia, 2006. You can find the Secret Hub and other great podcasts at www.thesecrethub.com. This podcast is proudly listed by OzPodSearch at www.ozpodsearch.com, home of great Aussie podcasts. Thanks for listening and bye for now.